Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for watching. This is the Sheriff Mack Show on Friday on TV, syndicated across the great globe via the Internet. And uh, simulcast with Liberty Roundtable Live, a nationally syndicated radio talk show on AM and FM affiliates across the country. I'm Sam Bushman, operations manager for the CSPOA, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. You want to learn more, CSPOA.org is how you get that done. And before we introduce my favorito guest, Sheriff Mack, from his win over Bill Clinton, the greatest Tenth Amendment decision ever rendered in the United States of America. Sheriff? Hey, good morning, Sam. It's great to be with you this beautiful Tuesday morning. Uh, I guess via uh, Las Vegas, baby, because uh, I'm in <laughs> Las Vegas right now uh, because we had a meeting last night in Pahrump, Nevada with Constitutional Sheriff Sharon Worley. So, yes, my quote. And good is for the her. We pray she wins, by the way. Before you go on with your quote, I was on with the Liberty Monks yes. last night while you were in your meeting, too. So, we're sharing the word everywhere we go about election integrity, about accountability, and most importantly, about the CSPOA and the incredible work we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. Sheriff? Yes, uh, the same quote I gave last night from the decision. As you know, I've said this one before. It's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I guess I could say it's my favorito, uh, <laughs> but uh, and people will and people will get that joke in just a little bit. But uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite quote from the decision, this miraculous Supreme Court decision, uh, way back from June 27, 1997, is this: "But the Constitution protects us from our own best intentions." It divides power among sovereigns and among branches of government precisely so that we may resist the temptation to concentrate power in one location as an expedient solution to the crisis of the day. End quote. Oh, yeah. That sure slaps all the uh, COVID-19 mandates. We're doing this for your own good. We should have resisted that temptation according to this Supreme Court decision. Amen to that reality check. And I want to say this, the crisis of the day. Those words yeah. are critical to understand, ladies and gentlemen. The education that we provide via the CSPOA, the incredible training of sheriffs and people all across this country, uh, all kinds of county and local officials about their proper role of office, about due process, about all these things. Look, all you got to do is plug the latest crisis of the day into our training and you go, I get it. I know what to do. I know how we should respond. I know what we the people should do. I know what our elected officials have sworn an oath to do. And pretty soon all you got to do is plug the latest crisis of the day in and go, our response is already ready to go, Sheriff. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I'm really thrilled with uh, the movement. Uh, people are waking up. Is it enough? Well, that's not our job. Six words on that answer. Duty is ours. Results are God's. Let's just do our duty and leave the rest to him. Amen to that. Our guest, Sheriff? Wow. Yes. From the great state of Georgia, we have Garland Favorito. And Garland Welcome to the Sheriff Mac Show. Thank you so much for being here. 
Garland, are you there? He looks like he's frozen. All right. While you work on getting Garland back, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you a little bit about Garland Favorito. Uh, he's a retired IT professional, and I want to talk to him because us IT guys like to hang out and discuss election integrity problems. <laughs> we'll talk about Connex. We'll talk about the arrest that took place uh, since we met last, I, I think. Um, he's an election integrity expert in addition to being an IT professional. He's in Georgia. He's also the co-founder of an incredible organization called Voter GA. That's just like it sounds, V-O-T-E-R. GA like Georgia voter GA.org where you can learn more about the incredible work that Garland is involved in to say the least ladies and gentlemen now listen the questions are this on their website why does Georgia need a 2020 election audit we cannot conduct a legitimate 2022 election without acknowledging and getting to the bottom of the problems with the 2020 election i think that's a spot on point and i know a lot of people are like no just get past it and move on no you can't ladies and gentlemen because you got to understand that eric eric the system is tampering with our voter rolls and taking the information out of government to a non-governmental organization in an effort to make sure that you and i cannot audit that you and i cannot have transparency regarding this and eric is at the core of that discussion we're learning as we go. We are creating accountability. But what is wrong with yes, Georgia ma'am. elections, not, people are asking. Was it not, yes, sir. Eric, that just aided and abetted in the criminal activity in Colorado where the Secretary of State sent out 30,000 votes or ballots yes. to yes. Non, non-resident aliens, people who are not qualified to vote? That's exactly the point. And when we date qualified, when we debate qualified to vote, see these leaders of the deep state believe that illegals should vote, Sheriff. They're even suing Arizona over that very point. We say, hey, illegals cannot vote. They're illegally here and it would be an illegal vote. And then Joe Biden comes by and sues and says, not so. They can vote all they want to. Well, how do you debate election fraud when you can't even debate on who's allowed to vote, Sheriff? Yeah, because that's more election fraud, and Biden is admitting he is uh, a guilty, and he is perpetrating. He is a perpetrator of election fraud in this country. People who are not citizens of the United States or of their states are not qualified to vote. Well, and that Why is the quintessential just... point. So we've got to get rid of Eric. So. We've also got to realize, hey, what is wrong with Georgia elections? What is wrong with Dominion voting systems? And that's where an IT guy, Garland, coming to the table is going to be critical. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know, but Georgia's new Dominion voting system has been found by the U.S. District Court to violate state law. Well, that's what's wrong with it. Other than violating state law, Sheriff, it's not really a problem. No. (laughs) No, they're just breaking the law over and over, and there's still arrests happening uh, because of the election fraud of 2020 and probably some from 2022 primaries. And 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 this does imagine they say we make these claims without evidence, huh? Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) We've got arrests and breaking the law. The courts document it, and and then they say there's no evidence. Are these people on the Okay, I think we have Garland. Are you ready to roll here? I am ready to roll, Sheriff Mack. I want to thank you and Sam for having me on, and uh, I'm excited to to tell you anything you want to know about the Dominion voting system and other voting systems and 
And I want to thank you all for all your attention on this issue. It's so critical to the people of America. Okay, right, I got a question for you. Discuss, what happened Garland? in Georgia? Eric, hold on. <laughs> what, what's more important to discuss, Eric or the election machines or the 2022 election coming up in literally four weeks from today, sir? Well, they're all incredibly important. We could probably step through each one, Sam. Uh, you, you, it's your choice. You can you can direct where, whichever way you want to go. Sheriff? Okay, yeah, what about Eric? Okay, so Eric is, uh, this is interesting that you, you brought this up because we currently have a lawsuit that is against the, uh, the, the Secretary of State for outsourcing voter registration data. Uh, in Georgia, uh, he's done this several times. Once with Eric, which uh, gave away our voter registration data to a third party. He's also done this with a new Salesforce contract. And we have filed a lawsuit against him. And there's three violations of Georgia law here, uh, Sheriff, for you and Sam. So the first one is that it violates election privacy laws because some of the voter registration data is private and they don't have the right to give that uh, up to any third party. Uh, the second problem is that when he did this, in this case, the Salesforce contract, it was a no bid uh, deal. And uh, in Georgia, you're required to get um, a a bid on anything over 100000 This was a $3.5 million contract. And then in regards to um, to Eric uh, and Salesforce, the legislative uh, General Assembly has never given the Secretary of State the authority to outsource any voter registration data whatsoever. All data has to be uh, housed in-house according to Georgia law. So there's multiple violations uh, for both Eric and Salesforce here, and we, we hope to pursue that. Our case is in discovery right now. In fact, I'm I'm I, uh, supposed to be working on that discovery today um, in lieu of a hearing that we're having on Thursday, which is on a different matter. And Garland, let me uh, kind of dig into this a little bit just so people understand. The problem with transmitting that data to a third party and giving them custody and control of the voter rolls uh, via this, uh, in my opinion, criminal system called ERIC, the problem with that is, one, they don't have any authority to transfer that data and, and put somebody else in charge of the data. Uh, that is breaking all kinds of laws. But it gets worse because now we, the people, normally have what are on the local level oftentimes called grandma requests or on the general level it's called FOIA requests, Freedom of Information Act requests. You're not even able to use Freedom of Information Act against these people because they're not government, so they don't have to obey the same rules, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So the only thing we can do is we in Georgia we call open records requests, which is the, the state version of, of Freedom of Information Act. The only thing we can do is to file it against the state for uh, their communications to Eric and David Becker and, and all that. We can't go against them. You're exactly right. Uh, so whatever they do with the data, we uh, are not necessarily going to be privy to yeah. Other than that's not so bad, Sheriff. <laughs> well, Garland, I mean, we're really, uh, and then they go, there's nothing to this, guys. You're crazy. You're on cloud nine. You're conspiracy theorists. But there's evidence uh, everywhere you look, Sheriff. Well, it is. And it's even if it's, it's everywhere. And all you have to do is uh, make a simple effort to find it. Uh, so, Garland, with all of the evidence out there, 
where do we go from here? And and wait, I, I want to go back to your lawsuit. Are you experiencing some success because most courts have not been too friendly to this is- issue? How is it going in your court case? Uh, in- interesting point, uh, Sheriff Max. So we have five active lawsuits in the state of Georgia right now. Um, and depending mm-hmm. upon that time, I can walk you through each one. Um, but we were having some success uh, in our Fulton County uh, counterfeit ballot case. We had uh, poll uh, senior poll managers, quite a few of them, who uh, submitted sworn affidavits that they saw counterfeit ballots in the Fulton County audit that was conducted in November 2020, and that those counterfeit ballots could total into or scale into the, the tens of thousands. The uh, margin of victory here in Georgia was only 11,779. So the judge uh, was going along with us each time we went to court. We were winning something. We got a protective order on the ballots. We got. And uh, just so our viewers know, uh, Fulton County is the greater Atlanta area, correct? Yeah, that's right. Uh, It is also the the largest um, county in Georgia. It is, it really accounts for about 10% of all the votes cast in Georgia. It encompasses both North, North and South Metro Atlanta. Um, huge county, um, and uh, we we had won uh, quite a few different uh, rulings. We had gotten a uh, the ballot images, uh, we had got, which are the electronic images of the ballots. We had gotten um, uh, quite a few uh, things done. We had beat back a dismissal motion, and uh, we had um, uh, really uh, were are on the verge of getting the inspection. The judge had had already unsealed the ballots. And we were about to do the the uh, uh, the inspection of the ballots, which would have detected the counterfeits. And suddenly, Fulton County went out and hired criminal defense attorneys to prevent us from looking at the ballots to see whether or not they were counterfeit. Now, what is oh, that? Wait a minute. Why do they need criminal? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why do they need criminal defense attorneys? Because <laughs> they were a bunch of criminals. you'll have to ask the Fulton County Commission about that because they hired them Uh, it was unbelievable wait I got another question on that I have heard Mr. Biden and CNN and MSNBC and CBS and ABC on and on and on they have all used the same talking points telling America this was the most safe and secure election in American history. So why would they try to sue to stop an audit in Fulton County? Why would they sue the Democrats, sue to stop the audit in Maricopa County in Arizona? Why would they care if we look at the most secure election in American history? Because Because that is the big lie. That exactly right. They know that the election was stolen. Uh, we've been producing a ton of evidence in Georgia. And then just recently on our uh, voter GA homepage, uh, Sheriff, you'll love this one. We have a new article that says, um, who, that, who says that there was no 2020 election fraud? It goes through all five of the uh, battleground states and it exposes the bribery scheme that with Zuckerberg and how it was used in each of the, the states and how the electoral votes were changed 
uh, in each of those five states as a result of this bri election bribery scheme, which is a felony. And uh, that will uh, basically uh, how it overturned the, the election in 2020. And Garland, is this about Donald Trump for you? No, uh, Sheriff, I, I actually did not even vote for Donald Trump in the general election. Uh, we have, we're in the Constitution Party of Georgia, and we ran our own presidential candidate. But what it's really about is, is truth and honest elections, because as you know, and the reason you're fighting so hard is, if we don't have honest elections, we don't have a country. And right. uh, we have to have a country. So I'm going to fight as hard as I can for truth. And in this case, it's obvious that Donald Trump was on the side of truth. So, but it's about honest elections for the future. Um, and I know that's why you and you and Sam are fighting so hard. And that's my motivation as well. We are a nonpartisan organization and have been for 15 years. And in fact, many of our original supporters were all Democrats who felt that they had gotten cheated in the 2002 election. 2016. <laughs> yeah. And, and, well, yeah, 2016 well, okay. too, but all, all the way back yeah. to 2002 in Georgia. Of course. Uh, they, yeah, they, how do they, the they, Democrats uh, deal with this, Garland, when they claim, hey, uh, it's just this whacked out, you know, idea of Donald or this crazy idea of conservatives or whatever. Uh, this is a QAnon idea or whatever they want to marginalize us to be. When the Democrats literally complained about this for literally 14 plus years um, before the conservatives brought the issue up. Really, right? Uh, that's exactly right, Sam. So uh, since 2002, I, I really believe that they were cheated uh, in 2002 here in Georgia. Uh, that's a long story. I'm glad to tell that sometime. Uh, but all the way up, and Sheriff Mack, you mentioned 2016. So we were still uh, working primarily with mostly Democrats uh, who were absolutely right when they said that the machines could not be trusted. Uh, suddenly, a lot of them here in Georgia have been quiet. Uh, they, 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 won't, they, won't, they don't attack us because they know we're nonpartisan and we tried to help them as well. But a lot of them are very quiet now when they realize that, well, the, the cheating might have uh, impacted uh, Donald Trump and not, not the Democrats. So they have kind of, uh, they're what I call fair weather friends of election integrity. Exactly. All right. How did the courts find Dominion voting systems uh, to violate state law? And the reason that I'm asking this is because what's happened to the other courts is they've dismissed Sidney Powell's suit, um, Michael Lindell's suit, Donald Trump's suit, uh, Giuliani's suits, all relating to these um, election systems by Dominion. How do they find them against the law? Because it's interesting, all these other court cases get dismissed, but yet this one found Pater, right? Well, it, it did. And the Dominion uh, democracy suite system that we use here in Georgia and the one that is in Maricopa County and uh, Antrim County, Michigan, it uses a QR code that accumulates the vote. So in other words, your votes are accumulated by reading this QR code that's on your, what we call ballot. So um, that uh, is not something that you as a voter can read. It, it's not possible. So the, the courts uh, ruled here in Georgia, U.S. District Court said that Georgia law requires an elector verifiable ballot. You can't verify your ballot if your votes are in a QR code. And it requires here in Georgia that the electors' choices must be human readable. 
in human readable text. Well, uh, obviously, in the QR code uh, is is not human readable. You can't even read it here in Georgia if you had a QR code reader because it's in all encoded. So as a result of that, the United States District Court found that the, uh, and she cited the law, and she said that the Georgia voting system does none of these things in regards to the law. And she also found earlier that the Secretary of State's office was, quote, not credible, unquote. Huh. Boy, that's, a, right, that's now, an understatement. Let me, let me explain this. Let me explain this so people understand. Forbes magazine wrote an article, and I think the headline highlights the problem perfectly. Here's what it says. I don't scan QR codes, and neither should you, says Forbes. And the whole article is about literally committing fraud and hacking QR codes, Garland. I'm an IT guy for a living as well. This is well known in this world. Uh, the problem is the mainstream press doesn't know how to connect the dots. They're too IT ignorant to t- even tell the tale, sir. Well, right. And we, Sam, we've got the, a hard the, break coming up in about right. 20 seconds. So keep now, going, keep going. So the la- last point for 20 seconds, it's encoded so that you cannot read it, but it is not encrypted so that the uh, uh, hackers can actually hack it. So that's the worst of both worlds. Other than that, it's not so bad, ladies and gentlemen. Garland, thank you, sir. We'll have you back more longer form on the radio. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, voter, V-O-T-E-R-G-A dot org for more details. Four weeks till elections. Are we going to make sure it's secure and transparent? Are we going to throw criminals in jail? We better get it done now. Thanks, Garland. CSPOA continues. Hi, everybody. Doug Billings here from the right side. Hey, if you want to have your own daily dose of intellectual maturity, join me every Tuesday night on on TV. For the Republic, believe it. Cheers. For your support of this platform, use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. The Kelly Key easily converts your AR rifle to bolt action, allowing you to keep the rifle you love in assault weapon jurisdictions. The Kelly Key is a true fast drop-in solution. No permanent changes to your rifle. Import, transport, own, and have fun with your AR. Why the Kelly Key? Because a bolt action is not an assault weapon. Stay future ready from gun bans with a Kelly Key. The Kelly Key also lets you quickly and easily build your ideal hunting rifle, lets you build a quiet suppressed rifle, and benefits your long-range precision shooting. Available now at KellyKey.com with free shipping. Hey friends, Gene Ho here. You probably hear me on Bright Town Radio on Fridays at 4.30, but here's the interesting thing. I am the new editor-in-chief of George. So if you go to georgeonline.com, all we want is put in your email. As soon as we get all these issues out, we'll give you a notice in your email. So go to georgeonline.com. Join us on Bright Town Radio, the Jim Price Show, their evenings. Make sure to join me for the daily update as I talk to you about the day's events and things we can do to make the world a better place and make sure that the world is what we want to be in the future. So join us on Bright Town Radio, the Jim Price Show. Thank you so much. Tired of being surveilled and tracked by the wireless phone companies and a rogue government? Get off the surveillance grid by turning to Volta Wireless. By plugging the Volta SIM card into your phone, 
you become hidden from the spy networks of AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, and other carriers while maintaining your full ability to place and receive phone calls and SMS texts. Go to VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV to save big on your first month. You get free VPN services included, plus a private messenger that's encrypted, as well as another Volta private phone number that can coexist with your current number. Learn more at VoltaWireless.com and use discount code BTV for major savings. It works with both iPhones and Android phones across 200-plus countries. Volta Wireless is the official wireless privacy sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Nearly all the vitamin C sold at retail today comes from China, and it's made from genetically modified corn. Even though vitamin C is a critical part of immune support, it's also critical to know where your vitamin C comes from. I'm Mike Adams, the founder of Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, and we only sell non-China, non-GMO vitamin C. We then subject it to rigorous laboratory testing in our own food science lab, checking for heavy metals, glyphosate, as well as microbiological contamination. Only after it passes our tests do we encapsulate it and package it for our audience. You can find it at brighteonstore.com. It's not the cheapest vitamin C on the market, but it is by far the most rigorously tested and honestly sourced vitamin C available anywhere in the world. Support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com. The older we get, the less IGF is produced by our body naturally. IGF is a substance that's naturally found in your body. Just like these guys that go to the gym, work out, play professional sports, use creatine, which is naturally found in the body. They supplement protein, which is naturally found in the body. Other multivitamins that you take every day, just like that, you supplement the IGF in your body. You can do that at keystolife.shop. This is the stuff that makes men men again. All right, you spray it in your mouth a couple times a day, boom. Lean muscle gain, healthy weight loss, more restful sleep, uh, positive energy gain, crystal clear thinking, all of these things. These are benefits from the proper levels of IGF in your system, which naturally you lose over time. Go do the research on your own. Keys the number two life.shop. Again, keys to life.shop. Great deals over there, by the way, when you put the product on auto ship, and you should. It's not a lifetime contract. You can cancel it any time, but you should try this stuff for about three months to really see the positive gain. I'm speaking from personal experience. Go to keys2life.shop. Make sure that you tell them that Stu Peter sent you when you go to keys2life.shop. Welcome back to the Sheriff Mack Show, ladies and gentlemen. We never have near enough time for our incredible guests. Last half hour we had on. Garland Favorito. He's probably my favorite guest today so far. <laughs> VoterGA.org is his website, ladies and gentlemen. All right. VoterGA.org. Go to that website because you'll get a treasure trove of information. But you ask, what is wrong with Dominion voting systems? Well, Georgia's Dominion voting system has been found by the U.S. District Court to violate state law. And it really relates to QR codes, which can be hacked easily, and you can't guarantee a vote to be legitimately tied to any custody of ballots with a QR code. So Forbes magazine has an article that says, I don't scan QR codes, and neither should you. And Forbes basically (laughs) documents how hackable QR codes are. 
But now our guest along similar lines is Terry Dickinson. And Terry is a wonderful lady who has been standing for the sacred cause of liberty like nobody's business. If we just had a million Terrys, just or just imagine what the country could be like. But anyway, she basically is going to tell us her story. Simply put, she was kicked out of her recent county commissioner's court meeting. Uh, they didn't like her comments. She was then, and get this, banned from future meetings. Well, that was before a good sheriff's deputy stepped in. Terry, welcome to the Sheriff Mac Show. Thank you for having us. Give us a 30-second on who you are first, Terry. Um, well, I'm Terry Dickinson. I live in Big Lake, Minnesota. And my friends, um, Tracy Sodone and Kari Watkins, we go to the um, Sherburne County Commissioner meetings on a regular basis. All the time we go. And we've been presenting information to the county commissioners. So we wanted to prevent the use of the Dominion machines in the future. And also, we've been working with Rick Weibel. And last year, I think it was October, we turned into um, Sherburne County Sheriff Joe Brott um, the list of dead voters, duplicate voters, P.O. Box voters, and UPS store voters. So we've been working on the election integrity issue for about a year and a half also. We've hosted um, numerous uh, presentations um, to educate the community, our elected officials, um, about, you know, Dominion and the problems that we see. So on August 2nd, I went to the county, we all went to the county commissioner meeting and I was reading my statement. It was on the First Amendment and I was also quoting my sheriff, um, how he was going to defend our liberty and I made the, oh, I committed the crime of saying my county commissioner's name out loud. And for that, they ordered the deputy to remove me from the meeting. And then a different deputy in out in the hallway, I had him read my statement. He read my statement, went and talked to the county um, administrator, thank you, and um, they allowed me to come. He, he escorted me back into the room to finish my statement, which I attempted to do but was unable to. <laughs> well, what do you know? There's a sheriff deputy doing his job, uh, even against other government. Uh, Terry, this is uh, Sheriff Mack, and thanks so much for being on with us today. And so, uh, why do you have a couple of guests with you or be behind your phone call? Were they were there with you that day and you kind of work in a trio? Yes, sir. Um, so when I was, um, physically removed from the bill, uh, from the, the room, um, the deputy said, you're banned, you're banned and shut the door. And I, I was sitting there like, you can't ban me. I have, you know, wait, wait, I wait. Have, so um, one one deputy removed you, and then a different deputy brought you back. Yes, sir. Chief Deputy Steve Duran brought me back into the meeting, so he interposed on my behalf for my First Amendment. Now, do you know that you're quoting a word that we actually CSPOA does constitutional training, and we use that word all the time: the doctrine of interposition or interpose. Uh, we even give an Interposer of the Year award every now and again when we have a deputy or a sheriff who actually interposes on behalf of the people. So do you want to tell everybody what interpose means? 
Well, it's been a long time since I've read your book, um, and we've been really busy with this, but I believe it's just that he saw the necessity um, to stand up for my liberty when someone yes. else had unjustly refused um, refused my First Amendment right. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and I, to put it succinctly, uh, what you just said, uh, he he puts himself in the way for you. Yes, sir. That's exactly what he did. And we are greatly appreciative because had he not done that, we truly believe things would have been much different. I, I think they would have picked us off one by one and banned us all from participating. But instead, right. after that, I received four apologies from the county administrator alone. Well, what 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 is what is this? Uh, is there some sort of law that you can't mention a county commissioner's name? His name is probably right sitting right there in front of him as being a member of the commission, is it not? That's are they true. trying to they, hide? They are. Well, they don't want to be called out for stuff. They do, but even in the deputy who removed me, um, who by the way is a very nice man, I believe he just made a really bad decision that day. Um, his yes. incident report does say that um, you, you it does say that um, I, yep, I do. It says he did you? not make any. I do, sir. Okay, go I ahead. Did not go make ahead. any direct threats. I, I did not make any direct threats or derogatory comments. She simply mentioned dates, conversations, and called out specific commissioners by name for not meeting with their group to discuss their concerns. Now, ladies oh, and gentlemen, in my very- opinion, that's a critical <laughs> point here, though, to name people who will, who, listen, these people got elected by constituents, and the constituents are not allowed to name those who they elected that they would like to discuss issues of importance relating to their county government. They're not allowed to call them by name of who wouldn't meet with them. Folks, this is a, a very serious issue. Now, the deputy that it removed her may have been uh, under false realities. But in my opinion, the commissioner should have stood up on the spot and said, wait a minute, hold on. Uh, this lady should not be removed. Um, we don't mind discussing with our constituents. But the deputy acted upon the direction of somebody else, right, Terry? That is correct. It was the county commissioners, Lisa Foby first, and then Barbara Barant, who is the chairperson, and then our county administrator, who they all seem to take great joy in behaving like tyrants. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the quintessential point. You must remove these thugs from office, Sheriff. Yeah, well, Sam, these are the same people that will tell you that they want transparency in government. Yet you can't even say a public official's name whose name tag is sitting right there on the desk that he sits behind while he's having this meeting and and this uh, county commission meeting. Yeah. And these what are the same people that will knock on your door and beg for you, right, Terry? Excuse me, I didn't hear that. These are the same people that will knock on your door and beg for your vote, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so this, uh, tell me the name of the, it was a chief deputy, Steve, what's his last name? Doran, D-O-R-A-N, Doran. And, and we I were going to have him on, we were going to have him on today with you, but he wasn't able to make it. 
So uh, we'll we'll hopefully get him another day. Uh, he didn't think. But this let me was say this though: deal. Steve Duran is a hero. He doesn't think yes. it's a big deal yes. because he he is a constitutional patriot that understands his job. So to him, it's just like, well, that's what I would do every day. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, sadly in America, uh, he has become a hero. I say sadly because others don't see it as Steve does, Sheriff. Well, it's the whole thing. Uh, we don't. This is not legion. This is not happening enough, and this has got to go nationwide. That. The deputy who mistakenly removed you should have been the first one to interpose. And he should have said, no, I will not do that. I'm not going to violate her rights. And I don't care if you think your name shouldn't be mentioned in this room. Yeah. Well, yeah, there you have it. And there's the quintessential breakdown between we the people uh, and our elected officials, ladies and gentlemen. When we are uh, thinking about putting them in office, they want to be our friends and beg for our votes, and it's very congenial. But oftentimes, once they get elected, they think they're above the people in some way. This is where power corrupts absolutely. So, Terry, let's dig into the comments. That You know, someone's kind of thinking, well, maybe she assaulted them. Maybe she, you know, yelled F-I-R-E in a crowded theater. Maybe she, um, you know, threatened violence or these kind of things. Uh, not the case. Let's go over your comments because all you're doing is discussing what election integrity issues. Yes, sir. We've been uh, bringing this to the attention of the auditor, the county attorney, the sheriff, and the county commissioners. Um, the county commissioners since January. And give us the county name again and the state. Sherburn County, Minnesota. And how big of a county is it? I don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, Okay. Okay. That's all right. (laughs) Well, is it a rural county or is it a big suburban county? It's a rural county. Okay, good. It's on the edge. So so how are you being received by the sheriff? Oh, he's fine. He's still fine. See, I used to sit down with the sheriff and we used to have tea and talk about voter, you know, election fraud and things like that. So I've known the sheriff for a while. In fact, um, Chris Ann Hall was here years ago. And what I did is I bought tickets for my sheriff, my police chief, my county um, commissioner, my my mayor. And, and, and I, I bought a bunch of tickets and then I, I delivered them all. And um, Sheriff was one of them. He actually called me back and he said, I'd love to go, but I'm busy. Um, he didn't block his cell phone number, so that's when I get his cell phone number. So whenever I had an issue after that, I just text him. So this time when Whoa. we had Chris Ann Hall in last Monday, um, we had a, I, I contacted um, Sheriff Brock and Wright County Sheriff um, Sean Derringer, Sheriff Derringer who is awesome, yeah. took control of that. Um, sheriff Derringer of Wright County took control of the Chris Ann Hall event because we wanted to have the sheriff have a special private session with Chris Ann Hall, and he made it his yes. own, and there were less than a dozen, but close to a dozen sheriffs there. So he really reached out. A lot of our sheriffs are really interested, and um, I think he would make an awesome interview also on, on your show. All right, we'll yes, try to get it done, ladies and gentlemen. Just well. so you know, this county, this county has about a hundred thousand people in it. Just so you know, mm-hmm. and it's on it's on the All northern right. edge of Minneapolis. 
All right. So there you have oh, that, ladies and gentlemen. So, Terry, what is the future then in this case then? Are you going to sue these people? Uh, are you going to uh, push to have them removed from office? What are the next steps here? Because I appreciate that the sheriff deputy, an absolute hero, Steve Duran, literally brought you back in, uh, and I commend him for that. But you know what? I don't think these county commissioners have learned their lessons. Yes, they might apologize because they know they're on the bad end of the stick on this one. Uh, but, look, they still feel the same way in their hearts is the problem. And given the chance, they will throw you or anybody under the bus who gets in their way in a second. What's the next step here? Because accountability must be front and center. Terry? Well, we we have a competition for all of them this election, and especially the um, the auditor who's just running roughshod over everything. And the county commissioner just blindly do whatever she tells them to do. Um, so yes. I don't know who's really running the show there, if it's the county administrator or the county auditor, but they seem oblivious to everything, um, reality. And they get up and they make their, their campaign speeches, like we had a candidate forum last night, and they're just telling untruths. You know, they're just, just because they say it, it's true when they've actually behaved opposite. So we do have people who are running against them. Um, I have been approached um, regarding I'm following up on being removed. Um, I don't want to um, reflect my county sheriff's department in bad light because they made amends for the mistake, right? There was a bad decision made, but chief deputy. And, and we agree that's, o- that that's okay. Well, they're human. They're human, and we give them grace. I get it, and I completely agree. Absolutely. But not the commissioners, though. Absolutely. Right. Yep. And and um, well, I say not the commissioners. Let's be clear: not the commissioners up. that pushed for this. There might be other commissioners that were fine that didn't push for this, although I wish they would have stood up and interposed as well. But I want it really no, all bad. accountability for the ones that pushed. Okay, they're all bad. <laughs> they're wow. all bad. And, Carrie, why didn't you right. run? I tried to give. So, Carrie, why didn't you run? Oh, actually, I, I a friend of mine was running, and he would have been a fantastic candidate. And he had to leave town um, at the last minute um, for a funeral. His uncle died. And so he faxed in his after candidacy, and I stood at the county auditor's um, desk with the cash to pay his uh, filing fee, and she refused mm-hmm. to accept it because he wasn't there in person. So I had the secretary of state on the phone. I had the auditor standing there. I had her elections person. They just... They wouldn't accept the cash from me so my friend could file. And is there some sort of law about that? If uh, if, if you're incapacitated and can't do it yourself, that uh, your campaign manager or an assistant or your, your relative does it for you? Was there a law about uh, that? Not that? Not that I could see, um, but they kind of – um, they could. They, it sounds like he has know. a lawsuit they, on his hands. You know, maybe, but they kind of play fast and loose with some of the state statutes. Like the our state statute says that um, the deputy auditor can be on the ballot board, but it does not say that the auditor can be on the ballot board. But our auditor has been on the ballot board 2016, <clears throat> 2018, 2020, and 2021. She was also on the board while she was a candidate on the ballot. So they pick and choose, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there you have a violation of the law. It's called conflict of interest. 
So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, these people get into office and they start thinking they own it and that they do not work for the people, but they work for themselves. This is the epitome of, uh, of, of public corruption, of po political corruption. And I have said before, uh, Sam loves my quote on this, although I'll give it again. Yes, uh, we have had a pandemic, but it was not a pandemic of COVID-19. It was a pandemic of corruption. And the epicenter is Washington, D.C. Uh, but it sounds like you're really close to an epicenter yourself. <laughs> it's, yeah, we're having a lot of conflict. In fact, my friend Kari Watkins, she ran for county commissioner, and I was 100% behind her. I'm the one who, you know, asked her to run. And then she lost in the primary. So the two out of five went on to the general election. So she went and applied to be a Haven Township Board Supervisor. So then we have this string of emails from Diane Arnold, our county auditor, reaching out to the state and to other county officials trying to get Kari removed from the ballot. And we have the Secretary of State trying to clarify to her that if, um, as long as he's not applying for two offices, uh, two separate offices on the general election ballot, she's fine to be on there. And then we have the Haven County, Haven Township attorney stating that, you know, she can be on the ballot, his email too, but Diane Arnold kept persisting to get her removed from the ballot. And then all of a sudden, Kari, tell him what happened. This is Kari Watkins who's removed from the ballot at the last minute. Um, on, they were going to order the ballots on August 29th. They started this conversation on August 26th after I sent them an email saying that I do not consent to having federal authorities overseeing our elections like CISA, EAC, um, also third party like Eric. And once mm -hmm. I sent that email, she forwarded on to the, the uh, Secretary of State, who I also sent it to. But at that point, it appeared that they were trying to find a way to get me off the ballot, get rid of me. Um, so well, that was Friday. So were you removed? On the, yes, I was. On the 29th at 3.30 in the afternoon, I got a call from the Haven Township attorney saying he um, had to recommend that Diane Arnold remove me from the ballot. <clears throat> so at 3.30 in the afternoon on that Monday, they removed me from the ballot, um, and, and then they ordered the ballot that day to be printed. Boy, Sam, it just keeps like, look like uh, more fraud, more yeah. criminal activity. Election fraud every is day. a gift that keeps on giving, Sheriff, no doubt about it. So, Terry, <laughs> yeah. we hope to help you exactly. in all your endeavors. We realize this battle is critical. They say there's no election fraud. And my question is, when you literally kick someone off the ballot and throw someone out of a county commission discussion meeting because they don't like their name being mentioned, and then they wonder oh. when we say there's election integrity problems, there's votes outside the law. And now we literally find out, which we'll discuss in more detail next hour on the radio. Colorado literally put like 30,000 illegals uh, into the driver's mm -hmm. license database. Eric got that information and put them on the voter rolls. Uh, and then they say there's no yeah. evidence of election integrity problems. Are these people on crack? We At this point, folks, we have so much evidence, Terry. Our prayers are with you and your success. Terry? Thank you. Can I, can I recommend that people uh, check out Chad Westberg for County Auditor? Yeah, because absolutely. Chad is a good guy. And, and then we have, who else do we have? Well, anyway, there's competition for all of the current county commissioners, and they should all be re replaced. 
And so if there's any attorneys that want to help us, you can go ahead and give them a, give them our phone numbers. <laughs> well, you can give out any information right now. If you have a website or anything else, give it out now. Whatever you want to give out, give it out. And then I have one more question. Terry? Yes. Give out your information, okay, so, then I have one more um, question. A friend of ours does have a website. It's it's it looks like that I voted sticker, but it says I thought I voted dot com. So I thought I, <laughs> I voted thought I voted dot com. com. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Good work. <laughs> and that's where you can get more information. I thought I voted dot com. You might not have if you voted for the wrong candidate, ladies and gentlemen. And you might have voted twice if you voted for the candidate they want you to vote for. That is the problem. No time left for my question. But ladies and gentlemen, I thought I voted.com is where you can get more information on Terry uh, and her crew and their incredible work in the great state of Minnesota. I'm Sam Bushman for Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org. God bless. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. There has been no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Do you know what is great about America? Ask an Immigrant. Ask an Immigrant is a new podcast dedicated to helping Americans, especially our youth, value, appreciate, and be grateful for the freedoms we have here in America. Join host Lydia Wallace-Nuttle as she interviews immigrants from around the world to discover their inspiring personal stories about why they came to America. To learn more about why America is the most prosperous, greatest country in the world, download the Loving Liberty app or go to lovingliberty.net. Ladies and gentlemen, incredible interviews. Not near long enough on TV, I might add, but of course the good Sheriff Richard Mack is with me now still. And we just interviewed this lady, all right, Terry Dickinson, and she uh, sent us to a website called IThoughtIVoted.com. And I'm on this website right now, Sheriff, and I'm telling you, the site's killer. Uh, I Thought I Voted <laughs> literally um, highlights, uh, they say they have the best detailed evidence of election fraud uh, in the nation's history. Uh, they say we have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization 
in the history of American politics. And then they go on, and uh, they basically say that Joe Biden brags about having put together the most extensive, uh, all-inclusive voter fraud organization in history. Now, I know that Joe might want you to believe, oh, that's because we're stopping election fraud. But we're seeing flat out just the opposite is the point. Uh, and Terry and crew are taking no prisoners. They're getting this done like nobody's business out of the great state of Minnesota, Sheriff. Yeah, no kidding, Sam. That, that really got me going. I wanted to talk to them a lot longer. I wanted to talk to Garland Favorito a lot longer also. Um, I, this was a, really an amazing show we just had. And uh, it uh, never ceases to amaze me how many fantastic people we get on our Sheriff Mac show and that you get on Liberty Roundtable. Uh, I guess it was both uh, today, as it always is. Uh, but this is uh, a pretty exciting story uh, when it uh, exemplifies uh, the political corruption uh, that goes uh, from Washington, D.C. down into the counties, like a county commissioner thinking or expecting people to be thrown out if they mention the political name of this idiot. Uh, to think that you don't have to have your name uh, mentioned that you can have a law or a policy of removing citizens if they say your name? Oh, good grief, Sam. <laughs> These people are so arrogant. <laughs> they become stupid with their arrogance and their ridiculous uh, political stands and, and political ignorance. Not only that, it's politically ignorant to think you, you can run for political office and then Throw one of your constituents out if they say your name. And, and I don't understand. You know what I don't understand, Sheriff? How they thought that would go nowhere. In other words, how Americans would just tolerate that oh, yeah. and it wouldn't go viral. Good luck with yeah. that because we're taking on the mainstream press like never before, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We're absolutely throwing down for the sacred cause of liberty. Terry and crew need to be rock stars. They need to get attorneys. They need to sue the socks off these thugs and make sure they never get elected again an hour one's in the can sheriff mack will be with me second hour on your radio as well i am sam bushman cspoa.org lovingliberty.net we declare this nation shall endure god save the republic of the united states of america the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for October the 11th in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two, and the goal always to protect life, liberty, and property. Wow, we got a row to hoe, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, yesterday we talked to Dr. Scott Bradley, and we talked about Kanye West criticized Planned Parenthood 
trashed Margaret Sanger for being a racist, wore a White Lives Matter shirt. <laughs> uh, him and Candace Owens, that's Kanye West or Yee or Ye or whatever you call this guy's name, along with Candace Owens, they wore White Lives Matter shirts at Paris Fashion Week, and Kanye says, I don't get what the big problem is. We're trying to tell the other side of the story. Don't we have a right to do that? Oh, no, the Anti-Defamation League says, hey, if you say white lives matter, that's a racial statement by white supremacists. But, of course, they're fine with the Black Lives Matter agenda. And Kanye West literally criticized Planned Parenthood. He criticized this uh, uh, disparity. Uh, He uh, criticized demonic media outlets for their pro-death agenda. He trashed Jared Kushner in an interview with Tucker Carlson. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's just crazy. And uh, Kanye went on and on and on and on. And the sad part about this is, you know, I understand Kanye's points, and I agree with a lot of his points. He says, look, more than 50% of the uh, black people are dying because of abortion in New York. He also says that, look, more black people are getting aborted than being born in New York, and this has got to stop. So I double down on his pro-life stance. I double down on him defending the other side of the story. I do believe, though, his confrontational attitude may not be winning friends and influencing people. Sheriff Mack, your quick thoughts on that, huh? Yeah, that's my quick thought. <laughs> In your face, that's funny. It's, it just exposes the hypocrisy of the left and this uh, bait-and-switch uh, racism that they all promote. Uh, Anti-Defamation League, what a joke. Uh, they defame me. They defame you. Uh, without ever talking to us, uh, and and like they already know us, they already know what we think, they already know what we feel, they already know that we were raised by horrible parents who uh, taught us uh, to hate people because of the color of their skin, and none of that could be further from the truth. But they don't care about the truth; they just care about their donations and their lies and their hypocrisy, and. This is just astonishing that uh, this continues. I'm proud of Kanye West uh, and Candace Owens uh, for doing that. And uh, maybe that's something that we need to start doing, wearing some White Lives Matter shirts. Man, oh, man. You know, we, I tell you what, there's some places that you would literally be uh, beaten uh, and, and killed uh, for wearing that shirt. Well, and the problem, Another ladies thing, and gentlemen, I... is I believe white, life, white lives matter is a partial truth. I think black lives matter is a partial truth. Of All course. lives matter. And the problem with this discussion, though, is that they have made it a look to say white lives matter is a, is a racist statement. But yet you can say black lives matter and it's absolutely a truism. Uh, and the reason you can say that is because we've got to recover from the abuse that the uh, blacks or African-Americans took in society uh, in the past. And, you know, the problem is, ladies and gentlemen, all these manipulations of the truth. Um, my problem with Black Lives Matter is that this organization literally has on their website their goal is to destroy America and destroy families. Okay. So although I, you know, half agree with Black Lives Matter in terms of, of course, their lives matter. Uh, but I don't agree with the organization or the whole racist or racial tinged uh, discussions surrounding this. Uh, and the problem is they're kind of all wrong together, Sheriff. We're all God's children. We need to behave like it. 
Uh, every life matters. Kanye's right, but his confrontational tone I don't think is very helpful personally. I believe in civility and leading by example and uh, etc. cetera. Uh, but the problem is this blogosphere is just ratcheting up beyond imagination, and I'm afraid violence will follow. Uh, I pray for Kanye. I pray for all those people who are against him that they will step back and look through the lens of civility uh, for this discussion, and I wish they would all quit telling half-truths. Well, you know, and I I kind of understand Kanye's um, what bold approach. I understand it because BLM's uh, approach has been extremely violent uh, and extremely criminal, you know, and they are a bunch of extremists. BLM is a bunch of uh, extremists uh, who uh, say that cops should be killed. And indeed, that has happened. Uh, exponentially since they have been founded. Uh, violence, just just uh, black people walking up to uh, somebody uh, in a subway or outside a subway station uh, and just start beating them to death. Uh, and it doesn't matter what color they are. They just go and attack people uh, for no reason. Uh, and th- th- this is a pretty, uh, I think, calm approach that Kanye has taken, even though he's uh, been very bold in expressing his concern about this one-sided approach. uh, I don't think, though, it lends itself to bringing people together. And that's what I'd really like to see happen. Uh, I know that's why, Sheriff, I say that that I support him telling the other side of the story. And I think he's telling some truth about Margaret Singer and about the racist agenda. And he's basically pushing back. And I think him and Candace Owens are right about that. The problem is when they only tell the other side, then you just get these divisionary partial truths on each side. Um, So the the problem is you got to learn to separate issues. You got to say, look, white lives matter. True. Black lives matter. True. Life matters. And abortions and the murdering of black uh, children in a greater ratio than others is a serious problem. No doubt about it. Uh, but it's the pro-death agenda that's the problem. Uh, and it's the racial uh, yeah. divisions the, the, that are the problem. And so I, I yes. wish I could call Kanye and get him on the radio with us and talk about this and just say, look, I appreciate well, what I, you're doing. Well, I would I love to you. do that, too. Yeah, but how do we do I, it? I would love to how do you get a hold of these people? How does the mainstream yeah. press just, I mean, it's amazing to me. People are like, oh, yeah, I just called Donald. I just called Kanye. Yeah. How do you call yeah. these people? How do you get a hold of them? Yeah. I can't get a hold of Kanye West if my life depends on it. Yeah, no kidding. But I'd no. love to have him on the radio and just say to him, you know, I appreciate what you're doing because I think you've got some incredible fundamental truths that you're telling. But if your goal right. is to unite people, I think there's a better way we can go about it, Kanye. What if we go on a tour where we speak about uh, the proper role of limited constitutional government? We speak about uh, my webpage clarion call for civility call for civility.com you know what i mean is i think a little bit of influence could take kanye a long way i think his heart in many ways is in the right place Uh, but you know what when you go up on the streets and you're a rapper you just believe confrontation is the only way to go i think there's a better way to go that would be a lot more christian based or christian oriented uh that would treat us all as god's children uh you know we could use a, a, a few lines and phrases that could change this narrative to be actually helpful sheriff yeah, I, I agree. I think I think though, but he, him being a black, it's like when they call Sheriff Clark a racist, you know, like as if they don't know he's black. Kanye West being black and making this bold approach and statement 
to BLM and and to the leftist extremist racists uh, who promote the the division uh, of uh, in our country and they use racism to do it. I I think calling them out very boldly it one it makes me feel good when he does it because I am so fed up with it. But I am still willing to meet with the other side. And and Ammon said this one time that he wanted to, to sit down and talk with the BLM and he took some heat from it. And then I started thinking about it. You know, I'm willing to sit down with, with anybody who is also willing to sit down. And, and that goes for international uh, terrorists. You know, is there a way that we could reach you? It's another reason why I don't turn down interviews, even from these uh, horrible uh, media outlets that are very. Uh, and and I understand that. I think some of these interviews we but, should start turning down, though, because what we're doing is giving the mainstream press greater credibility to some degree. We need to basically, you know what? Uh, we'll do an interview on my terms, and that is that the interview is live, so you guys can't play games and edit it and manipulate the truth. Yeah, uh, right. And or, you know, we need to have kind of some terms to this because what we let them do is literally paint the narrative in many cases. Uh, we need the new media to take center stage, and we need them to be accountable in their interviews for, for the truth and for the way things really are. And so I, but, I'm but for not, these big but, interviews, but we need to be careful how they go down in many cases. Yeah, you might be right. But but the same thing with, with Kanye. Uh, I don't think he was trying to be careful. <laughs> and no, I think I his don't. message was I think his message was powerful at the same time. Uh, but did it but the question is, did it increase the division? Or did And it, and I think sadly it, it did, did increase it the division unintentionally. And the reason it well, increased the division is because I think the mainstream press didn't give uh, his whole reasoning behind what he's doing, rather than saying, right. hey, why are you doing this, Kanye? What's going on? And he said, you know, hey, I want to tell the other side of the story that white lives matter, too. I want to tell you the story that Margaret Sanger and Planned Parenthood is an evil organization. None of that made it into the headlines that are being manipulated about Kanye. And that's kind of my point, is if the interview was live. Uh, and if he had a chance to kind of push those things out to the play, to the marketplace, I, I think it would have gone over better. But see, they want that divide to occur. And so they baited him, used the headlines against him. And that's why I'd like to get Kanye on the radio and talk long form and have him really explain his heart to people. Because I think when that happens, one of the things he said is, I perform for one, that's God, and I don't care what anybody else says. Well, amen. Amen to that. Kanye's right about that that God does matter more than anybody else and what they say. Uh, and so, but I wish we could have long form discussions. The problem is if you do long form on tape, all they do is put most of it on the cutting floor and promote the controversies and the divisions. That's why live is so important. That's why short interviews are so important with the people that aren't our friends. Quick pause, Sheriff Mack with me in seconds on Liberty Roundtable Live. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. 
Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, the good sheriff, Richard Mack. We're talking about this Kanye issue, and we, uh, we don't need to go on about it forever, but I thought it was worthy of discussion uh, because, you know, they always try to call us racist, and it's fascinating to me that they call us racists, even though we say we're all God's children and we should behave like it. It's interesting that they call Kanye West, or Ye, or how do you say his name? I know it's Y-E, and that's supposed to be Ye, um, but I think it's really Ye because Kanye, if I shorten my name, it would be Ye, right? But it's spelled ye, so I don't even know what the heck's going on with that. But I digress. Candace Owens and Kanye both doing this, making a real important statement, in my opinion. Uh, the problem is they that do we it stand together. up for them. Yeah. At they the fashion show, buddy. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> and not only did Kanye do it, not only did Candace Owens do it, but all the people that were helping them um, present at this fashion show were wearing the shirts, too. Well, and so Kanye's like, I don't know what this fight's about. All we're trying to do is tell the other side of the story. See, I think Kanye's right on this. The problem is that the divisionary folks just want to exploit this and manipulate it. That's why a long form with uh, interview with Kanye would be so important in an effort to say, listen, we can really make a difference around the country if we were to tell the whole story to the American people, Sheriff. That's why I'm bringing it up, because we have a real opportunity for civility and healing here. Right. Well, Candace Owens is a class act. I've never felt that Kanye really was, but I really admire him for trying this. And yes. I I appreciate his outside-the-box approach um, on things, but, you know, I've never, I've never really cared for his entertainment. And, and yeah, I agree with and, you. I think he's made yeah. a better effort on his Christian album and stuff like that. I think he's really tried hard. Remember, you got to think about where people have come from and where their world reference points are when when we talk about their success. You know, you've got this guy that grew up, this rapper thug in the streets, wild, violent, 
that then comes to the table and, and embraces Christ and says, listen, the whole entertainment industry is driven by satanic influence and satanic control, uh, and I want to stand up as a Christian. And no doubt his delivery is crazy. No doubt he's over the top. It's kind of like a Donald Trump where he came from. Uh, you know, neither of those guys would deliver uh, like I would. At the same time, i got to give credit where credit's due when he says, look, they're killing black babies uh, under the name of abortion, making women feel like they're justified in this feminist agenda is being validated, but the truth is they're literally in a racist scenario, carrying forward Margaret Sanger's efforts with Planned Parenthood to murder children, uh, and they're killing more blacks in New York uh, than are being born. Uh, that is a serious, serious point that he's making here. And so, uh, again, he's spot on, and i got to uh, give him a little bit of credit saying, you know, where, where you came from and where you've been brought up and your reference points and all that, he's done quite a bit for become, uh, for starting out as a nobody, right? That's a. I think that's a great assessment. I think it's very accurate, uh, and it, it is to the point. Now, what and, if you grew up in his situation and he grew up in yours? Might you be completely different people? Anyway, I don't mean yeah. to, to down your point. I guess I'm, I'm really trying to get across something, though, that, that says, look, uh, this guy was a nobody. I mean, you know, he could have been one of those aborted people. But, no, he was born, and he eventually uh, grew and learned and eventually realized this, the evilness of the situations uh, that he found himself in his whole life. And he's turned against that and spoken out against that. And he's speaking up for some of the most important issues in the country, uh, in my opinion. And, man, how many rock stars do that? Yeah, good point. Uh, you know, uh, and there's lots of uh, very uh, big-time success stories of people who have uh, been raised in uh, horrible circumstances, the ghettos, you know, Ben Carson and Clarence Thomas and uh, some great leaders in the black community. Um, but then you have, like, the Jesse Jacksons and the Al Sharpins who race bait and uh, want to promote their uh, campaigns for funding because things are horrible and racism is worse. And Sam, I will tell you flat out, those people have created the racial uh, problem and uh, just by making it a narrative that does not exist or did not exist. And uh, I've grown up during all of this, and I grew up in, in the racial strife of the 60s and it was getting a lot better and it has been getting better and the the, the guys i played sports with uh they didn't buy into this and they wanted to be our friends and they wanted to be the same and we wanted the same with them and then we get past and we keep going and and uh opportunities for blacks have been tremendous especially in uh, politics and uh, the game changed and everyone was getting the same pay and everyone had the same opportunity. And then all of these racial organizations come out and and, and start convincing everybody how horrible things are. And I'm Roger looking that. around and, and, and I don't see that at all. You want to know what I see? You want to know what I see needs to happen? We need to get a few people on the campaign trail together. It needs to be Sam Bushman because I'm blind and I want them to really call me a racist to my face and we'll discuss it openly and candidly in the mainstream press. 
Yeah. Because they're going to call me a, because I'm systemically racist because of my white birth. I can't help it. Uh, my denial of it is just further proof. And, and I really want to discuss it from a I'm not able to see anybody point of view. So before we start the racial discussion, they're going to have to tell me what races they are so I can treat them accordingly. You see what I'm saying? OK. And then I want to put Richard Mack on the campaign trail because he's the white sheriff that they call a racist. In fact, when Sheriff Mack talks about the Constitution, right, we talk about the Constitution. They want you to believe that it's posse comitatus, which came out of a racial discussion. They want to believe it's the racist roots of the South that drives your agenda to daylight. And I want to have Richard Mack take that on. I'll take on the I don't even know what race you are discussion. But then we could have uh, Kanye West with us. We could have Candace Owens with us because we need to uh, represent the male and female uh, side of this discussion. So you got a black female on board, a black male rapper on board. And then we can add David A. Clark Jr., another sheriff to the mix, see, and would have this clown show of racists crisscrossing America telling people the truth. What do you think about that, Sheriff? Wouldn't that garner some headlines? And, and you, you call it a what show? It would be a clown show of racists, according to the mainstream press. You got Candace, a whacked-out conservative female. You got David Clark, a credentialed uh, through the Wazoo sheriff that's black, another one that's white that's been through the FBI Academy and beat Bill Clinton at the Supreme Court. Uh, You'd literally have Kanye the rapper on board. You'd have this blind dude aboard. I mean, it'd be a clown show, buddy. It'd be like a circus of racists, wouldn't it? Yeah, and I would love to do it because I think it would be be extremely effective. And it would tell the truth to America, wouldn't it? Tell the truth, yeah. Which the mainstream press and Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson have never wanted to do. Uh, because well, that, that is the quintessential point, Sheriff. Well, yeah, and what they're trying to do is to destroy our country from within. And it's working. And uh, I, I, our country has never been in the worst condition, uh, maybe since the Civil War. But uh, they keep fomenting this, and they keep trying to convince people of uh, all of this. Uh, and, and then we can the get your thing... buddy that used to tour uh, on the on the bus tours. What, what his name? Kevin. He's a black guy that's a Trump supporter. Kevin Jenkins. Yes. Yeah, you can go ahead and get Kevin Jenkins to add to the mix. Then we'd add Donald Trump to the mix as we gear up for the 2024s. Uh, and we can just have those two guys add to the mix, too, just to add fuel to the fire when they start to criticize us too hard. Then we'd go yeah. ahead and add those guys to the mix. What do you think of that? Let's do it. And then when they get too crazy, we'll just trot out Ben Carson. Yeah, no kidding. And see, you we know, can really, really tell the tale that they're dividing and trying to conquer America. And, yes, there's been some racist history in America. Yes, there are people that are racists out there. I agree. And there are people who are intentionally trying to divide us, we the people, on these racial fault lines, folks. And then if they get too crazy, what we'll do is we'll throw in some Hispanic folks that are against illegal immigration um, because they want you to believe that we hate Hispanics, that we believe Mexicans are evil and they're all rapists, lies. So we'll add some some folks that are that are uh, Hispanic and Latino, whatever terms fit best, and then we'll go ahead and have them as part of the mix saying that they oppose illegal immigration because it's illegal. Uh, and then we'll just blow up this dishonest, divisive narrative between male and female and black and white and everything else, and we'll just show how Americans are standing on the truth. In fact, Tulsi Gabbard just jettisoned her Democrat status. Did you see this, Sheriff? Yes, I did. I saw it on the news this morning. All right. Um, another, so under this, another, you got to kind of understand. She's not like white, is she? Hold on. She's not white, is she? 
Uh, no, she. I don't know what she is. She. Uh, I think. I think she described once what she was. Uh, you want to know what she is? She, yeah. I can't even see her, but I can tell you what she is. Are you ready? Can you handle this? Yes. She's an American, sir. Oh. Well, that's what. Uh, what his name? Oh, J.J. Johnson. He used to be on the lecture circuit with us, and he was black, and he would make that same statement that you did. He's a, I'm not a person of color. I'm an American. And I agree with that. Yeah, very strange indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Quick pause. I am Sam Bushman. Sheriff Max with me. Have I got a barn burner for you about PayPal in seconds? You are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Claiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Elon Musk revealed that the Chinese Communist government has asked him directly to withhold Starlink Internet access from the Chinese people. Quote, Beijing has made it clear its disapproval of recent rollout of Starlink in Ukraine. End quote. He went on to say that the Chinese government sought assurances he would not sell Starlink access in China. Mexico's government filed a lawsuit against five Arizona gun dealers on Monday, accusing them of participating in illicit weapons trafficking and violating the RICO Act. Mexican leaders claim illegal arms smuggling from the United States with uh, military-style guns, often turning up at deadly crime scenes across their country. A federal judge in late September rejected a $10 billion lawsuit filed by Mexico against U.S. gun manufacturers. President Biden and the world, for the most part, condemns Russia's attack on civilian targets and its invasion of Ukraine. Ursula von der Leyen, president of the European Commission, weighs in on Monday's missile attack on Ukrainian citizens by Russian forces. Russia once again has shown to the world what it stands for. It is terror and brutality. Those who are responsible have to be held accountable. Multiple international airports across the United States were hit with a cyber attack Monday, courtesy of KillNet, a Russian-backed hacking group that forces websites temporarily offline. Atlanta's Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport and LAX, Los Angeles International Airport websites were taken offline. Former CIA analyst Fred Flights on Newsmax says the attacks are from a sophisticated group of Russians. The Russians have a, a very robust uh, cyber warfare capability, and we know that they have pre-planned attempts to attack U.S. infrastructure. We are USA Radio News. Attention sports fans, your favorite sports book, BetUS.com, is back for their 28th year of NFL action. With the industry's biggest sign-up bonus of up to 200%, BetUS offers their members the opportunity to cash in on all their favorite leagues, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and more. They've also got hundreds of new casino games including the coolest European slots. And live dealers are waiting for you at the tables. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity. And you need to know that you're going to get paid. You need a sports book that offers everything, including live betting, MMA, golf, horses, esports, and all kinds of crazy bets. Call BetUS today at one 800 79 
BetUS. That's 1-800-79-BETUS. And they'll walk you through setting up an account. Nobody in the industry gives better bonuses than BetUS. Join now and use promo code COLLEGEFOOTBALL and get up to 200% in bonuses on your first deposit. That's promo code COLLEGEFOOTBALL for up to 200% in bonuses. Head to BetUS.com and join today. That's BetUS.com. BetUS, where the game begins. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sheriff Richard back with me, CSPOA.org. Become a member today. The posse's coming up, and you can have Q&As with Sheriff Mack and others. But Sheriff Mack, I find this Tulsi Gabbard issue interesting. She officially leaves the Democratic Party. Right before the election. We're literally four weeks from the election cycle, and she makes this uh, point. She releases a scathing video explaining why she left, and she calls on others to join her. This is huge right before the election, uh, Sheriff Mack. Well, yes, but really philosophically, she left them a long time ago. I mean, she's been in I agree, she was even for sure. A- she was even a guest uh, host on Fox recently. Yes, and she's been interviewed by Fox. She hardly and she's been she right on a lot of points everything. too, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't even know what race she is, and I don't even care. I just know she's an American, and I think she's right on a lot of points, Sheriff. Well, yeah, am I she allowed is. to and say she, that? She, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. Um, she, she's that. still Democrat in a few on a few issues. No, I agree. That's why that. I say I think she's right on a lot of things. She is not everything. No, uh, I don't agree with Mitch. McC- I agree with Mitch McConnell less than I agree with Tulsi, though. Oh yeah, same here. Absolutely. Yeah, no question. Uh, I think I think she's very measured and she comes across extremely professional. I agree. Uh, and she she's well spoken and she really thinks about the issues. Uh, most of the Democrats don't. Uh, it's it's That's just for sure. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy talk. The you know like this one, Sam. If we have more gun control, there's going to be less gun violence. When nothing in American history supports that thought. Like if 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 you take guns away from law-abiding citizens, you're going to have less gun violence, and they'll say that. They'll, they'll, they'll say it right out, without question. Uh, and that uh, abortion is a constitutional right. You know, I have a right to do that. And they never discuss the, the, the willingness of the pregnant person, the pregnant woman. They never discuss her willingness to participate in the procreation process. And that if there's no accountability... You ne- they never talk about that. There's no accountability whatsoever for your choices. Just if, if it happened, you just have a right to kill that life within you. And there's no common sense. There's no deep uh, discussion. It's just that's my right. And, you, and then at the same time, they say uh, that you should be forced to be vaccinated. I mean, the, the nonsense of the leftist extremism is mind-boggling because it simply makes no sense and has no logic to it. You're right about that. In fact, the Democrats are now saying gun control 
and uh, abortion are uh, like-minded issues. Yeah. Okay, so Newsom signs gun control bill modeled, at, modeled after Texas abortion law. All right, so California law now mimics Texan, uh, Texas abortion measure, uh, and they say, listen, gun control equals abortion restrictions. Um, they're trying to... Uh, <clears throat> They're trying to highlight this issue as if they're somehow the same thing, right? Yeah, and, and it's I've insane. never understood. Uh, yeah, what, well, what they is, would what say that they they would say that oh, we but, can keep people alive who deserve to be alive with guns. Gone, and right. abortion then preserves the mother and her life. See, and so they they yeah. want you to believe this psychotic. Uh, narrative that just doesn't pass logical muster, Sheriff, is the problem. And Americans aren't really caught up enough to think through it properly uh, either. By the way, the uh, Surgeon General, Joseph A. Ladabo, um, or Ladapo, I think is how you say his name, basically says we're not going to go along with uh, vaccination shots. We're telling people not to get them in the great state of Florida. We will not continue the lie any longer. Basically, they say, hey, there's 80-plus percent increase of heart problems, uh, so we're not going to encourage the shots anymore. We're telling people not to take the shots, and then the FDA is now withholding autopsy reports from those who have been vaccinated. Uh, they claim it's because of the rights that people have, uh, but experts are saying, no, you could take out the personal names so that it would be generic data, uh, and it wouldn't be a, a personal rights violation, so you're lying. Uh, but the battle's on, and the truth is coming out regarding uh, vaccination, Sheriff. Yeah, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid that uh, a lot of people are going to have egg on their face, uh, and and anybody who supported that was supporting uh, a very evil um, propaganda scheme in, in America. And uh, you still have to go to this question, though, Sam. Why were they doing that? And and uh, there's been David Martin. Dr. David Martin has come out flat out and said this was an effort to murder millions of people. That's what he said. Yeah, their goal is depopulation. In fact, they just had the Your Health Freedom Summit, yourhealthfreedom.org in Salt Lake City recently. Uh, And we talked about all these groups and speakers. We talked about Mary Holland. She's president and chief legal counsel for Children's Health Defense. And she has literally published many legal uh, arguments and uh, on vaccine policy, et cetera, relating to herd immunity, liability for injury, uh, et cetera. And uh, she mentioned a free film entitled Infertility, a Diabolical Agenda, <clears throat> which can be viewed at infertilitymovie.org, uh, highlighting a lot of this. Uh, they talked about the chilling, harrowing story about how the World Health Organization uh, had a population control experiment under the guise of a vaccination program, and it literally resulted in the sterilization of millions of women in Africa without their knowledge and consent. And um, then there's a brave Kenyan doctor that spoke out about this as well. Um, Dr. Stephen Karanja is his name, who warned the world that once they're done with Africa, 
They're coming for the children and everyone else. Okay? So these perspectives from these leading experts are critical. They're expressing their concerns about these vaccines that could cause infertility for women around the world. And the clot shot that's uh, driving this. Um, So there you have it, Sheriff. I I don't know how to respond to this uh, more than that except to say people are speaking out. The vaccine is not really a vaccine at all. It's a gene therapy injection that causes numerous heart problems and infertility issues for people. And data from insurance companies now confirms the fact that many strange deaths are occurring. And the problem is in 2022, now the narrative of these vaccinations began to crumble. The CDC reversed their own views in August. I mean, it goes on and on and on about this stuff. Um, it's just it's just riveting how much information is coming out so quickly, Sheriff. Yeah, it is. And uh, it uh, creates uh, a, a question, uh, just like I said, why are they doing this? Why, if they do want to depopulate, why do they want to depopulate? Is, and is that all because of global warming? And that they, their narrative is, is that uh, along with AOC that we only have, I think she said 12 years ago, or she said a year ago that we only had 12 years left. So we now only have 11, uh, according to her standards, if we don't hurry up and uh, stop cows from flatulence and uh, redo, redo, redo every building. You know, tear down the Empire State Building and redo it. Yeah, it's uh, psychotic. Said, but, yeah. but there's a lady by the name of Christine Martinez. She's a young attorney now who practices in New York and New Jersey. Uh, and she spoke at this event, too. And she basically has helped hundreds of private and public sector employees and their requests for religious and medical exemptions to clot shots of COVID-19 vaccines. She handles litigation for those people who have been wrongfully terminated, etc., Uh, Because of their unvaccinated status, her website's exemptionlawyer.com. And Dr. Pierre Corey spoke at this event as well, Sheriff. And you're part of the Frontline Doctors Board. COVID19criticalcare.com is his website. Uh, But this is serious, and and more and more uh, people are getting the truth every single day, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, these were doctors who came out even before... uh, or right about the time that the government was saying to shut down and everybody should be back and everybody should be wearing a mask. And these AFLDS uh, doctors, which I don't like their name, by the way, their acronym, but um, <laughs> anyway, they were way before all of this saying that you should not shut down, you should not wear masks, and you should not be back. Amen. Del Bigtree rounded out the conference, though. It was an incredible uh, event last weekend in the great state of Utah. Quick pause, a couple more points before the end of the hour with a good sheriff. Sheriff Richard Mack, CSPOA.org, on your radio. Why does the left lie constantly? Because it gets spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil, spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, 
so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the line of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. I think that my family has always had a big influence on me for not smoking because since I was little, I was taught that smoking was wrong. Recent studies indicate that smoking among teens often leads to the use of alcohol and other drugs. I think having faith in God is a big part in it because the way I was raised has helped to avoid smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. Sheriff Richard Mack riding shotgun on the broadcast today, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, there's so much to talk about, so little time. Two stories before the end of the hour, Sheriff. The first one says this. Colorado gave driver's licenses to 30,000 illegals. Uh, that automatically threw them into the ERIC, E-R-I-C, database system, who then added them to the voter rolls. Apparently, ERIC doesn't distinguish between citizen and non-citizen, only whether they are, quote, registered or not registered to vote. Uh, This is a serious problem, uh, election integrity crises all across the country. What's better, a dead person voting or an illegal person voting, Sheriff? Well, they both get voted as much as they want, Sam. <laughs> yeah, vote early, vote often, dead or alive, criminal or not, illegal or not, yeah. doesn't make any difference. See, that's the problem. And then they say we uh, make these claims without evidence. Sheriff, Every my time... response, um, did Colorado give driver's licenses to 30,000 illegals, and did that make it into the voter rolls? Either that's a fact or it's not, Sheriff. I don't think they did, to be honest. Uh, I don't believe Colorado has been giving driver's licenses. Uh, I know California has because they know that they can get them registered to vote easier that way. And California yeah, the claim has is made Colorado it, did the same thing. It, it's possible, but I have not heard that Cal- Colorado was uh, emulating California uh, to that extent yet. Did, have they? It's possible. I would like to think, though, that uh, there was. <laughs> um, uh, according to uh, Tina Peters and others there, that this was just part of their election fraud scam, scheme, crimes, uh, and they did it on their own. And then this lady gets caught, the Secretary of State gets caught. She, oh, whoops, uh, we made a mistake. 
Well, there's been lots of those whoops made a lot of mistakes names. Yeah, and, that's uh, why there's really no fraud. Not... Everything's just an inadvertent <laughs> error, and we'll fix it. We promise, right? Yeah, yeah, and it, it's not enough to uh, change the outcome of the election, and you know you don't need to do an investigation, obviously, and you know there's the this is still this is still the most secure election in American history, you know. So. Wow. I think uh, Americans yeah. are jettisoning that, jettisoning that dishonest narrative uh, by in droves as they see more and more and more evidence. Just to highlight, you know, crazy Joe Biden brags about having the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in American politics. Same while, same um, while Terry Dickinson of last hour basically gets kicked out for naming a county commissioner's name. And uh, then Forbes is saying, I don't scan QR codes, and you shouldn't either. And then Georgia's Dominion voting system found by the U.S. District Court that it violates state law. Uh, You kind of go, what? And then the huge election company, Connex, CEO Eugene, you got arrested in Los Angeles. Why? For data theft. He was caught storing election data in China. Other than that, it's not so bad there, you see. Well, meanwhile, PayPal wants to manipulate the elections. Are you ready for it? Everybody wants to get in on election fraud, and here's PayPal's latest attempt. Headline from the Daily Wire says this, Sheriff. New PayPal policy lets company, listen, pull $2,500 from users' accounts if they promote misinformation. Tony Gray TheDailyWire.com with the story. So basically, if you uh, perpetuate misinformation like you are on election fraud, Sheriff, then PayPal mm-hmm. put conservatives on notice uh, that they have a, a change to their acceptable use policy, and they'll just literally fine you 2500 bucks. They will seize cash if you promote uh, you know, election fraud discussions of vaccine issues, you discriminate and promote violence, you... Whatever you do, then, hey, they're just going to shut you down over it. In my opinion, the financial service company doing this right before the elections, they've repeatedly defunded uh, folks for their political views, and now they're going ham even further right before the elections. To me, this is an election fraud discussion because now you're not really able to even speak out on anything you might believe to be a important issue uh, in the election cycle. You're just shut down from even talking about it. Or you're done. They say under existing law, PayPal has the ability to promote this discriminatory policy. Folks, this is out of control, Sheriff. Well, um, I was actually hoping this wouldn't happen, but PayPal has walked that back now. uh, Because financially speaking, they got hit hard the very day they put that policy up. People were quitting their accounts so much, and oh, we were just kidding. We did no, we didn't really mean it that way. No, oh, everybody, please come back. And um, so anyway, I emptied my account that day, uh, and uh, sent out a letter uh, to some of our people uh, saying, let's find another way to get paid. <laughs> so uh, PayPal, it, this is really really strange stuff because. Um, if they take my money that way, then we go to court and I sue them to get it back. What are they going to say? I didn't like what they said. I didn't. I didn't like so. How do they know? How do they know what? I, PayPal is not an information center. Uh, 
It's a it's a financial thing. My relationship with PayPal is financial. I don't say uh, uh, anything there politically. Never have. So what are they going to start doing? Uh, uh, Googling all of us to see if we do. What I want to do is I want to point out, though, ladies and gentlemen, this is where enough people have stood up on an issue to shut down the tyranny that big tech has been pushing in bed with government on all of us. And you know what? It's great that we pushed back and stopped it. Um, You know, I would still jettison PayPal. I mean, I still think they're thugs and everything else. We've had problems with them before at the CSPOA. So we know all about it. They tried to shut us down. We threatened to sue them. They put us back up, et cetera. All I'm telling you, though, is, look, when we push back, good things happen, Sheriff, and this just proves uh, what a difference we the people can make. Yeah, and that made a real quick one (laughs) because uh, PayPal definitely uh, backpedaled on that. Now, they didn't even give it a chance. They didn't even get a chance to ratchet that up, did they? No, no, they didn't. But does that mean they're actually going to stop it? Maybe later. No, on they'll... it means they're thugs. And they'll continue pushing. That's why they banned conservatives in a big group of people years and years ago. Then they laid off, and then they came back harder. And now they got slapped again, and they're going to come back and come back and come back until the American people tire of it and capitulate. That's all going to happen, Sheriff, because that's what these thugs do. They don't give up on it. They don't realize the truth. Okay, Uh, in my opinion, PayPal, as Donald Trump always says, look, these people have a death wish. Now, look, don't chain that to any violence at all, folks. That's a lie. I'm just saying that, you know what? If you continue to offend your consumers to the point where we all leave, your company will go under. It's not a, you know, violent threat against any individual. Don't don't misunderstand the point. I'm just saying a death wish just means you keep doing things that the people don't want. And eventually they will leave you. Uh, And this is what we see with PayPal. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, obviously they are there for one reason and one reason only, money. And so you have to wonder, uh, have they been doing bad that they need to start stealing $2,500 and, you know, hire uh, their computer people to uh, start running names and and Googling all this uh, information to see who says it? Does that mean they're going to go after John Oliver? And uh, Kamala Harris for making comments about election fraud, uh, and and that it definitely exists. Uh, Kamala Harris made some very disparaging remarks about the uh, computers that are used to tabulate votes, and that was just uh, you know maybe two or three years ago. And so, uh, are they going to go after Obama? He's the one that said that both Republicans and Democrats have monkeyed around. He used a very uh, Racial, racial derogatory term. Yeah, uh, Barack is a know, racist there. But Led Zeppelin or... created a song called "Baby, I'm Gonna Leave You," and it says, "Baby, baby, I'm gonna leave you." I said, "Baby, you know I'm gonna leave you in the summertime. Leave you when the summer comes a rolling. Leave you when the summer comes along. Babe, I'm gonna leave you." Um, and so, hey, uh, woman, I got to ramble. Oh yeah, I be leaving. Uh, I got to ramble. I can hear it calling me. And you know what? That's what I'm saying to you is going to happen to PayPal if they continue pushing the envelope on this. Americans have responded clearly. You don't tamper with free speech rights. And that's what this is, okay? Blocking my payments over things that I say on the radio. I don't have free speech then. When they do this literally eight weeks or ten weeks before an election, Sheriff, or four weeks now before an election, and you go, wow, that's election tampering, is it not? Yeah, I wonder if Kamala Harris would come out and give us her word salad 
about how PayPal should not do stuff like that, you know, uh, or if the Biden administration would condemn them or if Pelosi and Schumer would come out and condemn PayPal and how we should all get away from them for this dastardly deed they did to all America. So there you have it. Uh, Again, uh, you know, you can say, well, hey, PayPal can do whatever they want to. They're not really involved in the elections. The timing of this is concerning. The coordination of these big companies and the FBI's pressure. So here's the question. Did the FBI and the Justice Department pressure PayPal on this point? Because every time we find that there's strange stuff going on and companies do weird things, when you go to court, it comes out that, you know what, FBI slash Justice Department slash CIA are all behind these companies doing things. Mark Zuckerberg virtually pointed this out. And so, you know, somebody needs to depose PayPal officials and say, hey, were you pressured on by your government to do this? It's a fair question at this point, Sheriff. We've seen it too many times. It's been outed in court cases. This isn't just my opinion or some crazy psychotic notion. This is evidence in court that we're talking about that this has been the case uh, in the past with other huge um you know, big tech companies or whatever you want to say, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we have seen that uh, they use the same talking points. The White House, the the leftist extremist organizations, and the national media are using the same talking points and get them from the same PR company. This is not accidental. It's all planned. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And the election integrity issues are all planned as well. Okay, this is not something that they don't know. The same Democrats that say Donald's crazy or you and I are crazy, they're the same people that have complained about election fraud for 15 years prior to this. Uh, Nothing has changed. They know that it's whatever words you want to use. See, if you say the word fraud, then they say the bar is too high to prove. So we can say votes outside the law. We can say dead people voting. We can say voter integrity issues. But the bottom line is it remains the same. And I pray that we, the people, in the next four weeks can really get involved to create real-time transparency, that we can get involved and get our states out of ERIC, that we can get involved and reject these voting machines and go back to constitutional um, transparency and use paper ballots. Uh, I hope we can uh, jettison PayPal so hard that they that other companies think again when they want to make political um, assertions such as this, uh, that tamper with elections, that violate free speech and amendment, you know, your rights and your your um, Bill of Rights, uh, and in this case, the First Amendment. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a row to hoe. we got a lot to do, and we want your help. CSPOA.org to get involved. The Posse's coming up. Become a member today, and you can be part of the Posse. CSPOA.org, lovingliberty.net, our website for incredible 24-7 availability on talk radio. And I am Sam Bushman. For Sheriff Richard Mack, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.